Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to dive right into it and take a look at Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 through 27. Everyone who hears my teaching and applies it to his life can be compared to a wise man who built his house on an unshakable foundation. When the rains fell and the flood came with fierce winds beating upon his house, it stood firm because of its strong foundation. But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house on sand. When it rained and rained and the flood came with the wind and waves beating upon its house, it collapsed and was swept away. Today I want to talk to you about your foundation. I'm sure we've all sat down or thought about or even planned the life we wanted to live. Where we'll be within the next five to ten years. By 25, I want to be married. By 27, living in my dream home, in my dream career, and by 30, looking at possibly having a baby. We put so much thought on what we want, what we'd like to have, even down to where we'd like to vacation and have everything mapped out and planned out to a T. But when we get to those ages or those milestones come and we're not where we thought we'd be, what then? You've done your best, your very best. You thought you'd thought of everything. You've laid it all out and somehow it didn't work. We ask ourselves, what did I forget? Why didn't it work? My question is, what were you building it on? I'm sure like many, I thought I had everything planned out. Everything was going to fit in just the way I imagined it. I got my real estate license at 18 and I thought I would be in Manhattan selling high rises. However, I got my real estate license, ended up in Pennsylvania, going to school to become a psychologist. To now, living in Florida, working on my Florida real estate license and soon to attend theology school to tell people about Jesus. Clearly God had a different purpose and plan for my life. God crafts unique purposes for you, giving you the opportunity to participate as he unfolds his plan for your life. Maybe you're struggling over important life scenarios, your marital status, your finances, your job, your children, your character defects, or even your health. Perhaps an unhealthy relationship has taken the center stage of your life and God is asking you to let it go and turn the relationship over to Him. Perhaps God has given you clarity on an area of disobedience and is calling you to confess and turn from that sin. God may be calling you to live a more purposefully life, life less busily, less complicated. Maybe God is asking you to humble yourself and seek help from a, a trained professional for an addiction. Perhaps the Spirit is encouraging you to forgive the person who hurt you, or He wants you to get out from under the weight of trying to please others and follow their will rather than His. I tell you the reason that it didn't work, the reason that it doesn't work for most people. That's because we leave God out. We plan according to our knowledge and our understanding and our own resources and what we want to accomplish in life and where we want to go. It's okay to have those desires and it's even okay to have those wants. After all, he is the one that puts them there. But why do we leave God out of the planning? You know, it's funny, when, when we're in bad situations or when we need a savior or we need a comforter, we cry out to God, oh, please help me. We call out to God in our time of trouble but some won't seek him for the present and the future. We're born into this world without control over our family origin. We have no control over our gender, ethnic makeup, our cultural heritage, family history, socioeconomic class at birth, our gifts and wiring. But God has his reasons for forming us as he has. 
Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for the good works which God prepared beforehand that, she would, that we would, should walk in them. God is omniscient. He knows everything. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah chapter 28, verses 11 and 12. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. He is omnipotent. He has all the power. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and are that are in earth, visible and invisible whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. We may not have the opportunity to see the direct outcome of our choices or life the way we always dreamed of, but God maps out for us a way to walk in freedom from our expectations of how we think life should unfold, even when our circumstances don't make sense to us. He invites us to relinquish control in the midst of the unknown, the unanswered questions, the bewildering circumstances, and the sense of being overwhelmed. In this place of surrender, we deepen our intimacy with Him. Our challenge is to relinquish what hinders us from seeking and following His will, wherever it may take us. We need a foundation for our lives. We learn in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5-6, through 6, to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and not to lean on our own understanding. Acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. The only secure foundation for your life is Jesus Christ. What are you building your life on? Some of us perhaps are building our lives on moral foundations. We have a strong work ethic. We strive to treat others as we wish our th- others ourselves to be treated. Excuse me. We pride ourselves on the mobility of our motives. And so we feel quite assured that if there is a God at all, he must certainly join us in holding our own characters in the highest esteem. Others of us perhaps have built our lives on the attempt to win approval, first from mom and dad, then from our peer groups. The great animating principle that directs all our efforts is the affirmation and praise of others. And then there's some who may be living in make-believe world of their own invention. We've trained ourselves to bury ourselves in the sand to avoid facing up to reality or taking responsibility. Our response to problem is to run and hide. It is to duck and cover, to drown out our stress with entertainment or spending self-medication, to hope that it all just goes away somehow. Whatever we're building on, if it's not the foundation of Jesus, cracks will start to eventually appear. It's time that we all got back to the basis of faith. He is willing to give you guidance and direction. He's willing to show you when, where, and how. He has all that's necessary to provide everything you need to walk in the center of His will. So to leave God out of your planning is foolishness. When He's a God who loves you, He cares for you, He will provide for you, He will protect you, and you leave Him out, 
And yet that's exactly what so many people do. They just leave God out of their life. Ask yourself today, what are you building on? And I'll leave you with this out of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one, even before we were born. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Ask yourself today, what are you building your life on? I love you. I hope that you are blessed by this today. If you listen, give me a shout out, repost to your Facebook or Instagram stories, and we'll see you on the next episode.